0: On tonight's Hillbilly Nerd Talk, our car got smushed, some family drama, once upon a time in Hollywood, wasping, and old man ranting.
1: Welcome to Hillbilly Nerd Talk. I'm Hank. And I'm Petra. Petra, what do you think about old Tank Girl?
0: Rest in peace.
1: Tank Girl was our vehicle. And they've killed it.
0: She met an untimely demise.
1: Tell them about what happened to Tank Girl.
0: Um, well.
1: <laughs> Starting with when you woke up in the morning.
0: Um. All right. I, I'm usually an early riser, and I was getting getting up, getting ready to go for my early morning walk. Mm-hmm. And we had parked Tank Girl in the parking lot across the street last night or the night before.
1: This happened. Well, we can see the parking lot from our apartment.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we don't usually leave it there. We leave it across town. But because I had hauled a bunch of potting soil in it, and you'd help me get it out of the back, we just shoved it over there. Lucky
1: and for us, we parked it a little closer. Yeah, yeah. I was too dirty <laughs>
0: to get back in it, and I just I just left it. And was like, okay, I'll get up. You know, when I get up in the morning, no, and was- like I'm. You know, hearing a little something outside, something was disturbing. I brushed my teeth, put my sunscreen on, come out, and there's a fire truck and everything across the street. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, so I come and let you know.
1: There's, yeah. Yeah, there's something
0: going on.
1: So I get up. Yeah. Go to the window. Sure enough. And, yeah, there's two police cars, an ambulance, a fire truck. Fire truck. truck uh maybe and uh, maybe two fire trucks yeah and uh, anyway. like a wrecker pulling in oh and two wreckers yeah <laughs> it's like that's what's going on across the street so We're like and, what and the hell is going on at 7 in the morning
0: exactly and at this point i don't even recognize my car because it is moved so far from the spot that we if we leave it in that lot there's one spot on the corner that we leave it in
1: yeah, so we go across the street and ask the police, "Hey, what's going on?" Hey,
0: yeah, you know? it takes a minute to, to re- like they're like, "Uh, it's registered to uh us." <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dang. Yeah, the other driver's gone. They've taken him to the hospital. Yeah, and so. Yeah, we don't even recognize, we don't register that they've hit our vehicle. Yeah. There's a vehicle halfway across the parking lot, and we're like, damn, that sucks to be that person. like, Yeah, and
0: it, 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 it did. was us. <laughs> it did suck.
1: So, yeah, they hit our car. The police report from everything we can figure out. This guy basically drunk or high, more than likely, if he just fell asleep at the wheel and he is a hardworking dude coming off third shift, then I apologize. But I doubt that's the case. We, Where was he going? We live at, in Eastern at, Kentucky. Six
0: fifty in the morning.
1: This guy veered across three lanes of traffic. Either
0: hopped a curb, either into passed out,
1: or sleep, or drugged up, or something. Yeah, and, hopped a curb.
0: Yeah, there's a sidewalk there, and it's it's raised a good three four inches. It's not. You know, a high wall or anything like that. But, I mean, it, you got to get over that. Hit my car and knocked it 60 to 70 feet across the parking lot.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, it, like I said, it, our car was unrecognizable. Yeah. yeah. That it could end up there. Just that, smushed. Ah, it's, oh, my gosh. These drug heads. Oh, my golly. Everybody's oh, yeah. affected by them one way or another and uh oh and it's
0: frustrating it 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 was gut-wrenching when it happened and you said and you said it's
1: not a millennial age whatever you want to call it it's a young person it's somebody from the police report about 30 early 30s just the whole bullshit reads like a bad book the car wasn't registered to his name it was his mom's car like, fuck you, millennial. Driving your, <laughs> yeah, I think that driving your little mommy's car and wrecked it into ours. So, so, and, so and he doesn't even own the car. And insurance isn't
0: co- covering it. We're just...
1: Now we figured out that, yeah, he gave an insurance card to the police officer, but he hadn't paid his premiums for probably months. He basically doesn't have insurance. Yeah. We're finding out. Yeah. So, yeah. Liz with... No, he doesn't even live with mom. Mom's paying for his car. He lives somewhere else. They have different addresses. Yeah. Nobody paid the insurance. And this guy, again, I know what happened. I know he was drugged out of his mind to do that. Even the police report said that he had to be on the accelerator. Like he yeah. had to, He had to pass out with his foot on the accelerator and hit us about 80 miles an hour.
0: Oh, and and the side his side airbags were deployed. I have never seen side airbags deployed
1: oh, like so that. There was
0: blood. I mean, he he hurt himself, dumbass.
1: So I don't know if there's any humor in this, but it's beenning for us. It's been
0: yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Humbling Nerd Talk, where we're really crouchy. I've been manically gardening kind of ever since. Like like I have really haven't slowed down. The
1: What's with the gardening? What does that do?
0: It's soothing to me. It's really, really soothing to me. Gardening is soothing? Dig in the dirt and just, it's zen. You have to think about what you're doing and and quit thinking about bad shit.
1: I can see that. Just like any hobby. Yeah. That's that's good. Yeah. I need a hobby like that. Gardening is not bad because you do eat some of what you grow. And yeah. even if not, it's aesthetically pleasing to see it out on the street and do something. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. I need something like that. Like I thought about getting back into fishing, but I'm like, yeah, I'm getting in this bad rut of like any kind of a hobby like that. I start, I start being too logical about it. Like, ah, that's dumb. Why well, I don't waste all my time fishing just to catch a damn fish. That I, I, can just go to the- re-
0: I just repotted stuff all day long. And you know what? I feel so much better, and that's worth something.
1: Really oh, there's is. no, no there's no doubt about it. Yeah. I'm, I'm criticizing myself for, for logicing myself out of things you enjoy of some hobbies. Yeah. But but I can't enjoy them if I feel like I'm just wasting my time. Like I said, fishing is a great example. I'd be like, fuck! I can buy fish at the store, tons of it. Why am I out here fishing? I know that's not the point. I'm mm-hmm. just saying. For for gardening, it'd be like, what the hell am I doing this for? I can go to the store and buy 50, you know, banana peppers or bell peppers or whatever. What am I out here killing myself for? I get it. I know it's not the point. I'm arguing with myself right now, but that's what's going on in my dumb head.
0: You know, I know that it is a luxury
1: to be able to have hobbies
0: like I have, like gardening. Like, I have spent some money gardening this year. I bought, like, a little rack with some. Oh, yeah. Some, I mean, and, and you know what? It's kept me sane. It's been worth every dang penny. Um,
1: I'm not knocking you for having the hobby whatsoever. Like I, know. I said. I'm more I'm criticizing to myself. I'm talk you
0: into it. I'm hoping that you can find something.
1: Well, I'm going to try to find something. Maybe a, a renovation of some sort of a. You know some sort of apartment building house, you know some sort of renovation project would be nice that mm-hmm. keep me that keep me engaged in something because the ironic part is like like, like going back to whatever uh-huh. a hobby I would think about doing like woodworking or excuse me fishing or whatever, is I end up just being bored around the house anyway
0: why don't so you- I might as
1: well be bored out on a kayak fishing as I could be bored in my living room scrolling through. Twitter yeah so I end up in the same situation of being bored one way or another so it's kind of goofy I'm just goofy about this crap right now
0: yeah you're You're. we are at this weird retirement limbo land <laughs> retirement, limbo, retirement. Land.
1: <laughs> retirement <laughs> limbo land
0: retirement
1: limbo land yeah Kathy and Les can help us over yeah. I guess on uh, yeah. rocky retirement
0: yeah, it, it is, I I really have in the last, since the last podcast, don't even know how long this has been, because it feels like it's been a long time. Yeah,
1: you know, it's been about three weeks or so, and I felt guilty not putting uh-huh. out a show sooner, but, and I know we say this all the damn time, but we've just put in a lot of energy and other stuff, and I just don't feel energetic and Ew. funny, and I don't want to put out a show, and people are like, good Lord, that's. The most boring shit I've ever heard. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: you know, I'm never at least to that again. Right. Yeah. At least like once in a while to be able to crack a joke or have something funny, and you know what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, we didn't have a lot of funny stuff happening over a, a few week period. It's been well, and when we're laughing at it now, though,
1: we're trying. We're trying <laughs> to laugh about it. Well, when you got some, when you got some big business deal stuff going on, yeah, and you spend a lot of energy looking at just trade up numbers and accounting stuff and business stuff that has nothing to do with a show or entertaining people it's hard to make it at least for me very hard to shut that off and then switch on another switch like let's let's do a show (laughs) you know
0: exactly i just I
1: i just can't do that and
0: <laughs> and I can't do it in bed. <laughs> in
1: bed? What do you mean? Yeah,
0: oh yeah, we can't. I can't do the the quick switch from talking about like business to talking about sexy stuff.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it puts it, a damper I, on sexy time too. It
0: does. It does. Like when that becomes your entire life for and, a little while. And it just
1: that it drains you. Like again, anybody that can just turn that off at five o'clock or four o'clock, like okay, business is done now. This time is for whatever. Mm-hmm. God love you if you can do that. But it takes my brain a few hours, if not the rest of the evening, to kind of then calm down. You
0: know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And, not and, that
1: I'm thinking about the business all the time, but it's still back there. And it's hard to switch modes.
0: Yeah. And we have been, we've let it seep into every aspect for a while, and, and we weren't turning it off. We were still talking about it at 10, you know, uh, during Stranger Things on the couch. I mean, we we have really, but it, it's been something big going on, and we know it's temporary.
1: It's a like life adventure.
0: It is. It is. But, like, that has been.
1: We'll be able to tell you later.
0: Yeah. It's been, a like, a, that's been a stressor for me a little bit. It's, you know, trying to well, shut sure. that
1: off. Well, sure. It's a little bit of a stressor. There's a million steps to this process. Yeah. And there's literally a thousand. Yep. And they might not all be gigantic, take weak steps, but they are steps to a process. That <laughs> Can you imagine when, like, a company like Time Warner buys out Adelphia? Can you imagine? No. Or when? No. Or when whatever, some, any giant conglomerate, by, can you imagine? Nope. The paperwork and the, God almighty. It must take six or eight months, teams of thousands of people working through that shit. Yeah, yeah, because. Because we're doing a small scale, I'll just say similar, and it's, it's crazy. Kind of like
0: selling a business in a way. Kind of. Yeah.
1: It's. It's insane the amount of paperwork and things that come up and then just when you you you've got something done, you're like, All right, I can scratch that off a list, time to go to the next thing. Then a few weeks later, the old thing you scratched off comes back. And bites you in like,
0: the ass. Yeah. yeah. It's like,
1: ah, oh, I thought I took care of that. Now I gotta go back a step and yeah. it's just so we're on an adventure. We've learned at least a PhD level in business since this i guarantee <laughs> we've learned terms i've learned equ- math equations oh, God. Yeah, applying- and, and, and
0: i've been like the dead donkey you've dragged through it because i wasn't re- ever really like a hundred percent like Yay, yay, let's go it's you know i i've been a little hesitant and you know, we've talked about it and agreed upon it. And we're we're moving in a direction. And God bless. Yeah, it is it has just... You're right. It has been paperwork heavy. And that's... It's go time. My job. Anyhow,
1: we'll let you know if something will happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're surviving. We're not killing each other. And in the background of this, I'm going to throw this in for, for listeners too. Um, you know, I kind of self-estranged myself from my family.
1: Yeah, you've got... Oh, we have a segment on the show basically called Mama Drama. Yeah,
0: there's not been Mama Drama because I turned it off. (laughs) Did you turn
1: the Mama Drama channel off?
0: I did. I did. And and, and, oddly, it has been respected by Mama. Uh, Not by brothers, but by Mama.
1: (laughs) When you say turned it off, what do you do?
0: I just never called or texted back.
1: How long has it been since you called or texted or had any contact with your mom?
0: Uh, The week after Mother's Day.
1: How long is that? I don't know. About.
0: Uh, three months? A couple months at least. Feels like it. It feels like an eternity.
1: Well, if it's toxic, like I've said, I support you. I mean, you can't be around people that, for whatever reason, if they hate you, you hate them. Just the mix of both of you, don't mix. It's just, whether they're your family or not, you just got to get away from that, I think. That's what I've always said. That's support your decision either way.
0: Yeah. Well, you saw really like the last in-person interaction and just like I was kicked, dog beat down, having chest pains.
1: Well, yeah, it was just traumatic for you and I think she could tell it was traumatic for you too at the end of the whole thing. She saw you drive off crying and all that. I know she obviously felt or she had to realize like, well, this shit isn't working. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I don't know what she, I mean, I really, I've given up trying to figure out what she thinks. Oh, yeah, and, and, our and, family. But, I mean, and it's been three months. I just rolled the calendar back here and everything. It's been a hard three months of, like, it, it feels like you're coming off drugs or something because you are kind of, in a way, addicted to that family
1: drama. Well, and, of course, there's all the guilt feelings of society putting on you about, God, oh, yes. what, you've been three months without talking to your mom? You know, that's, that's a stigma.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and um, it's been about a week now. She had to have some uh, surgery done because she'd had a spot that she hadn't had looked at that turned into skin cancer. Right. So, you know, and, and of course, I would, I would love to be there. I'd like to be able to be there for her, but it's so toxic if you that guys, my body screams no in every way imaginable.
1: Maybe there'll be some situation in the future where you guys can sort of, I don't know, come to some some sort of relationship where you might talk once every six months or something at least. But if not, then hey, then... Don't, don't ever talk to them if they're toxic and it's always going to be that way. If, if nothing ever changes, I'm just saying I wouldn't worry about it.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of at peace with it. It's kind of weird because now I am oddly like the one who's just kind of like, eh, okay. Okay. I am okay with being the worst person in the entire universe and walking away there. And that's the way it feels. Like you're really a horrible person. And and I think I looked at that and really, you know, it was mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm o- all right with being this bad.
1: Yeah, well, it's and, not, but, but you're but not bad. Other people but, seem
0: to be like, you know, therapists and, and th- you know, seem to always kind of, I don't know, like forgive for your own good. And it's like, there's nothing bad. Good for me in that well dynamic even, as it is right now.
1: Yeah. Well, even if you forgive, though, I don't mean you have to go back to the situation. Oh, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. you you can forgive somebody and then still don't have to go back and be well and the, interact with them. Well, the
0: the the really pitiful forgiving
1: somebody is an internal thing. Is what I'm saying, you don't yeah. have to ever see somebody in person to forgive them. Yeah. You know, I mean, there is a verbal yeah. part of it that's you know, generally thought of, but in general, yeah. it's an internal thing. If you forgive somebody, that's, mm-hmm. that's what's going on in your own head. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I'm okay with not forgiving right now.
1: No, I, I get it.
0: <laughs> there are some things. I, I mean, I think the last interaction made me realized I, I respected my cat more than my mother respected me. <laughs> and, That, I mean, that really hurts. <laughs> and I, I mean, I'm not exaggerating. I'm not making that. I mean, it just, like, I would rather not traumatize Chairman Meow in ways that my mom just doesn't even care about traumatizing me.
1: Well, don't.
0: So, so don't go back. I don't. I really don't. And, and I'm kind of okay with just being the worst daughter in the world. Dun, 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 dun. So mama drama continues.
1: Well, and the only reason I even say even leaving a crack open for maybe some something someday. Because uh-huh. actually, I've been getting along better with my dad lately, and I never thought that would happen either. So yeah. Yeah. Um, I went through a long spell of basically once every two or three months yeah. having some sort of interaction with him.
0: And it was, it was tough for you sometimes. It would be really, well, sure. you would come back and be just so frazzled he would wear you out
1: yeah and uh well since we're doing therapy talk here and <laughs> <really no laughs> talk, it's therapy night my dad's situation was he just kept he has the thing of nothing's ever good enough for him he doesn't it's uh, it's subconscious he doesn't mean to but that's just his that's just his mo yeah i could tell him i just made a business deal tomorrow and i made a five million dollar profit yeah, well, that's good, but did, you know they're going to cheat you out of that. Why didn't they? Why did you get six million? Like it's that kind of shit. Yeah, like it's yeah. this weird, nothing's ever good enough type bullshit. And mm-hmm. I've said it before on a podcast. I've read enough psychological books, in a way that's wired me to be successful, because there is some underlying psychological undercurrent with me of proving that I'm good enough and proving yeah. that I'm worthy of his love and affection and blah 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 blah
0: oh that 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 drove me my whole childhood too i totally get where you're coming from so
1: there is some positives of that but the other part of it is at a certain point when you're an adult and you realize it and you realize the psychology of it and then you try to talk about something at a family dinner like the weather and it comes up and, you know, and any everything turns into, well, if, if I were you and I had your business, I'd do this and I'd do that. Why don't you do this? Why don't you buy a little place in the hills? You ever thought about buying a, a, a golf course? You ought to buy a golf course someday. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Would you just shut the fuck up and pass the fucking potatoes? That's all I need you to do right now. I don't want you to criticize my business Or tell me 10 other businesses that you think I should start. Yeah. Just stop. Yeah. So it came to a point where I basically tried to set some boundaries with that with him. Yeah. And any time he would ever bring up business, I would just call him on it and say, you know, Dad, I just really don't want to talk about business. I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about something else. And I'd literally say it like that. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. And then he'd change subject. And then 20 minutes later, he'd try to come back. Yeah. And I would just say it again. I'm like, Dad, I'm telling you, I don't want to talk. Don't mention my business or anything to do with money for the whole rest of the time I'm here. Oh, okay, okay. Well, you know, guard's doing pretty good. And then he'd be on, and and like training a puppy. Uh I, I think I've finally trained him not to do that. I think in some weird way, either his... Either he's getting a little bit of dementia. He's almost 90 now. Uh-huh. So maybe uh-huh. he's slowing down a little. But I don't know. I feel like in some way he sort of got the message, which I, gives me hope for people.
0: I think he did, too. And, and and But But more than that, I'm sitting here in utter awe of you.
1: Like, where do you get the strength to set those boundaries? I don't know. I just get tired of somebody saying something and I finally just speak up. I, I just, I'm, I tell you how I do. I, I practiced before I went. I would in my mind say, okay, if he brings this up about anything is what I'm going to say. And I did it. And then, you know, he'd bring it up and I uh-huh. did what I practiced doing. And again, but his reaction's key too. Yeah. Like some people would have like, well, screw you. If I can't talk about business, you can just get the hell away. You know, yeah. it depends upon yeah. their reaction. But I tried to say it calmly and not mean, but also also in a way that he knew that I was serious too. Yeah. Like yeah. no, I don't want to talk about my business.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't want to start anyway. So um I don't know, it seems to have sunken in. And over the last year or two, like I can go and I can actually I actually used him and and I'm doing it now to kind of vent a little bit about this business deal that we're doing. Like you said, basically we're selling a business. Let's just say it that way. Yeah. Basically we're selling a big business. So I can kinda tell him and vent some stuff to him and he actually halfway listens. And doesn't like well I do this and I not in a in a like a little bit he does that, but in an appropriate way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he'll do do. it he'll he'll he gives me advice when I ask for advice. When I don't ask for advice, wow. he shuts up, or at least it's more appropriate. Does
0: that make sense? You know, sense? And, and he does seem to be appreciative of his time with you now. I think so. Like, something has happened there.
1: Yeah, I think he has had some sort of late 80s epiphany in life. There's hope. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe just not such a negative uh, on everything or such an aggressive my way or the highway type attitude yeah he had his whole life i don't know it seems to be getting a little better it really does
0: it really does so there's so we're so
1: that's why i say with your mom i'll never say never because i would have i wrote my dad off years ago and here we are and it's actually halfway pleasant
0: you know if mom ever got herself some help my mom is struggling with a mental illness. And if anyone has ever earned it the hard way, mom had an awful childhood. You know, there there are things. I'm very sympathetic. I, I can totally understand where it came from. Unfortunately, I was the target of a lot of her rage from that. So... Until she gets some help, I mean, she's still using me as target practice, and it's just not healthy. So until she changes something, right? it doesn't matter what I do. I just walk into a buzzsaw.
1: Well, all I can say is my dad was, he wasn't the same mental illness or the same yeah, whatever, yeah. but it was something that was yeah, pretty hardwired. Yeah. And I don't know if he read a book. I don't know if he had an epiphany. But somehow, he did it. So if my dad can do it, I feel like a lot of people can do it. And, yeah. and your mom, as far as what I guess what I'm trying to say is, your mom, when you say seeking help, I mean that help could be in the form of reading a book.
0: It could, or, or it could it be could.
1: anything. It couldn't have to be a person going to therapy. But yeah, if your mom would get some help someday, or read the right book, or talk to the right person that gave her the right advice, you never know. I don't know. Yeah. You, yeah. you just never know, but um, it's, it's a weird situation.
0: It really is, and and, and I, feel, I feel bad for her. I'm sure it's stressing her out that I'm not talking to her because I was part of her supply.
1: And let me tell you, there's something pretty damn soothing. Again, this may be a function of my age, too. I'm 49. <laughs> my dad's close to 90. I really honestly enjoy going out to Dad's farm, who he lives in the middle of nowhere (laughs) and there's just something there is something calming when now that me and him are pretty cool about things it's something pretty cool about sitting on the porch with him and him drinking a beer and just looking off of his porch you can't see any houses anywhere around you he's got a little teeny garden in front with Oh my Lord, how many damn bell peppers and banana peppers did have I brought home?
0: I've chopped up peppers Jeez. and so
1: it's amazing <laughs> how much food boosters. you can get off a small little garden. Yeah. So anyway, so he's got his little garden growing. You sit there an hour on this porch in the shade, just like every hillbilly cliche in the world. But it's so nice. It's unbelievably nice. Yeah. He's got a giant walnut tree in the yard within an hour of sitting out there you'll see you'll see these little lizards that he calls rip shacks which yeah. is awesome yeah. rip shacks are the brown ones by the way yes the blue tail yeah. lizards are blue tail lizards <laughs> <laughs> we got blue tail lizards and rip shacks, rip shacks okay. in his world all right yeah uh anyway woodpeckers raccoons um squirrels hummingbirds rabbits hummingbirds woodpeckers <laughs> a, a dog that comes in and out um his cat, his, his cat, that's cat. As, yeah his cat that's as big as a bobcat um anyway it's just you're there is something about being in harmony with nature a little more so yeah. than being in the city i'm just saying he, he's that, sitting on his front porch you can an hour or two can go by just like that yeah just watching nature just sitting there watching those goofy-ass animals that I just described. Pretty soon you'll sit there just like it's a television. Like, huh, well, there's a little blue-tailed lizard. There he yeah. goes. Yeah. Wonder what he's going to do.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: There's a hummingbird. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a green one. Oh, yeah, I saw a blue one a minute ago. He's green. Before you know it, you're just wrapped up in it. <laughs> it's so dumb, but I really like it.
0: I wonder if you, your sister would sell it to us.
1: Oh, God. I don't know. Probably not. My sister has to work work on her own problem. That's a whole other show. Oh,
0: that is a whole other family drama. It is. (laughs) All right. So,
1: uh, speaking of dramas. Yes. Went to see a good movie. We did. It may be a little old from, uh, it's not exactly a premiere, but it gives you all time to watch it. So, of course, there's spoilers. We saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the ninth Quentin Tarantino (laughs) film. They like to... To promote that for some reason.
0: Yeah, because he said he was only going to make 10, but I think he's backing off of that now.
1: Yeah, I think he threw his little temper tantrum from the last one, and he's back in it, obviously. Well,
0: I, did people like the Hateful Eight?
1: You know, I don't know. I think some people did, but in general, I don't think a lot of... I don't know.
0: I think he's mad because people didn't like it, and I, I too, was one of those people.
1: Well, you know what? <laughs> Sometimes uh, good art comes from when you're pissed off or... Whatever. All right. But I think this film, um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, what do you you think?
0: Eh, You know what? It's not.
1: It's not Pulp Fiction.
0: It's not Pulp Fiction. It's grown on me. When I first walked out, I probably would have given it a six and a half or a seven at best. Mm Mm-hmm. But then it's one of those things that stick with you and you keep thinking about it more. And then you hear news articles about it and arguments. And, oh, yeah, I noticed that, too. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those. I th- I think now I'm going to hold it about a seven and a half. And it might upon, you know, watching it at home. Right. Grow into even more of a classic
1: Alright I think that's a pretty good That's a pretty good review there Miss Petra
0: (laughs) I I I thought it was way long winded
1: (laughs) I would say It just depends Everything depends on your film type Yeah If you're into Transformers And Marvel stuff You're not going to like this But it is artistic as hell Yes I mean the acting If Leonardo DiCaprio doesn't win another Oscar for this, then damn. Something's rigged. Yeah. I I don't know what a person could do any more in a film as an actor than this guy does in this film.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and this this film is a love letter to Hollywood, to actors.
1: Yeah. It's not about, just in case you haven't seen it, it, the main focus of the movie is not the Manson family murders. All right. The main thing in the movie is it's a it's an actor in 1969 who is on the decline of his acting career, struggling mentally and career-wise with that. Yeah. And then other things happen, but it's all happening because it's 1969. Yeah. And then you throw in some other stuff, which is it's just very artistic. Yeah. I'd like to watch it again. And pick up more. Like you said, we've seen some YouTube videos and this and that to point out a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. Like, I don't know. His films have a style. You, you didn't have to know that was his movie. And I think I could pick out that style of his. That's so, I don't know. It's There's something to it. He's a He's the Stanley Kubrick of our modern times. I think. Oh, well, you're crinkling your nose.
0: I am not. I'm not going to go that far. I Okay. He definitely has a style. But.
1: Like you were saying, things are deep and it takes a while. Like you go yeah. home and think about it and then you see something and you start liking it even more or you think about. That's that's why he's
0: deep, but he's not quite as deep as he thinks he is. Sometimes, well, sometimes he is an arrogant ass (laughs) hat.
1: Well, that's trying to separate art from the person. It is.
0: It is like one of the things. It's just, and like one of these days he's going to talk about this, but his foot fetish thing. Yeah, he always he's always going to have that. Always in his movies, and it's just this weird. Objectification
1: thing <laughs> Well And the, the fact that he's been creating His own little Tarantino universe Since the first films In the you know I guess it take, yeah. Technically you'd take two films to Make a, a universe Yeah. But anyway from his first Two films he started Building this universe Of his characters and things And that's long before Marvel did that yeah. I mean, that's pretty forward thinking to, like, tie everybody together. Even, even like, movies like The Hateful Eight and uh, Django Unchained that are set in the 1800s. And he's already said even those movies specifically are set in the exact same year and time. So uh-huh. that in his mind, Django could technically have run across the people from The Hateful Eight. Yeah. Like, whatever year that is, 1867. Yeah. So... And then and not
0: all right, the one thing that I do like about him is it is all kind of an alternative universe. He, he yeah. does like to play with history and,
1: and Right. And even the names of I the people like, like in those eighteen hundred movies like Django Unchained, mm-hmm. some of those names will come up in modern movies. Yes. So that you know that wow that, that's the tenth that guy's tenth grandfather was the dude from Hateful Eight or whatever. Like, I just think that's kind of cool to be thinking uh, yeah, that, think that kind of. Yeah, I think
0: that's, you know, Easter egg yeah. areas for the people who are paying attention.
1: Right. So, uh, anyway, yeah, Cliff Booth, Brad Pitt, that's a phenomenal, he's a Billy badass in that.
0: That was funny. He really, he was wonderful. That was a really, really, I, he ought to be nominated
1: for some stuff, too. I guess that would be uh supporting, supporting actor. yeah. And and Margot Robbie She didn't have as many lines But still
0: Yeah Yeah she was But Brad Pitt and really Leonardo
1: good. Were just amazing In that movie Yeah All the different Roles and things And damn
0: all of the Manson family They were creepy as hell Yeah Like the There is one scene With them Out at the Oh they're in it The ranch <laughs> Right And they're
1: It's an interesting movie They're kind of
0: it's it's interesting.
1: Yeah. When you tie in, the again, watch a few. I wish I was smart enough to just be able to watch it and like, oh, yeah, that's foreshadowing. And that, oh, yeah, well, that relates back to the speech of, of uh, oh, what's that dude's name? Al Pacino and some of them. Yeah. Like, that's it's pretty cool.
0: Well, yeah, that was something that we watched about, like, there's been... An article or several in the news about uh, Bruce Lee's family not being completely pleased with his portrayal in the movie. And I think it's kind of justified, but but there's in response to that, they point out that Al Pacino had a speech about if you want to elevate one character in a movie... You have them defeat somebody that everybody already sees as a badass, right? So they
1: yeah, and Al Pacino's speech is earlier to Brad to um, Leonardo DiCaprio that doesn't have anything to do with that. Yeah, and then later it happens with um, Brad Pitt. Yeah, and and then and, but he don't rinse my points. i like, oh yeah, yeah that's, that's exactly yeah. the formula he tells you earlier in the movie.
0: Yeah, yeah, but it was kind of a cheesy. It was a weird fight I thought it was weird I, I said I kind of agreed with them.
1: <laughs> Well it is cheesy And uh, I would recommend Yeah when it comes out on whatever I'm going to watch it another couple of oh, times yeah. Oh, yeah. And pick up all the other stuff Hi Chairman Meow
0: Hi Baby Kitty What in the chair
1: <laughs> She's the chairman <laughs> I just jumped She, up the she is the chairman So uh, yeah I would highly recommend that movie all right What about You had something
0: Oh uh, yes
1: I want to know what What do you do with waspers What's oh. waspering
0: All right <laughs> My state is once again In the news for something really awful
1: Let me tell you Till I was in my late 20s And somebody pointed it out I thought that was the word For that insect Was a wasper, wasper. A right. wasper A wasper
0: I'm really glad you got that straightened out because I'm not sure we could have dated after that.
1: Somebody kill that wasp.er
0: Yeah, that, uh, that, that that's something I kind of judge people on. I I'm guilty of that.
1: Our hillbilly accents and our l- language and you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: they're, they're, I have my limits.
1: <laughs> well, I fixed it. <laughs> but the ironic part. You? The ironic part is though. You know, a lot of these things that I've fixed. From from a kid, I use them now on purpose
0: to be funny. To be
1: funny, but I know there's people that don't know I'm being funny. Dude, you're being funny because I'm here. Like, give me what? a wash rag. You gonna do? You gonna wash some clothes? You kill the dog? You gonna kill that wasp?er You gonna bath the cat? Yeah. Like, I yeah. yeah. And hell, it's not the end of the world. Hell, people know what you're saying. For God's sakes. I know. I know. But let's just uh, let's just face it. You you do sound like. Uh, I mean, me, you, anybody sounds like the biggest goober when we say stuff like that. I know. I know. We've got to watch about saying that in front of people.
0: I know, and then and then we report on stuff like this. Like if that isn't bad enough that we say wasp.er Now we we are using.
1: Now using, Insect spray. Now we're using wasp or spray.
0: When you run out of meth, or if you just want to enhance the experience, evidently you can add a little bit of wasp spray
1: to it. Is it? Liter- it's literally called wasping, right?
0: Yes, it's called wasping.
1: See, I thought it was going to be like you sneak up and like pinch somebody or something hard or no, something. No, like no, you, you get them.
0: high on wasp spray.
1: God Almighty! You just spray it right up your nose. You think I? Do you spray it up your butt? What do you do with it?
0: According to local... They use the spray...
1: Oh, that's unbelievable.
0: People may use hot metal sheets to crystallize the liquid so that it can be inhaled or injected.
1: Crystallize the liquid. So you got to get the liquid out of the wasper can. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. The wasper spray can. (laughs) So you got a can of whatever. Wasp spray. Wasp spray. And...
0: I guess you put it on like aluminum foil and then cook it and either inhale it or inject it.
1: Can you imagine the toxicity? How does it not oh, kill it's, you?
0: It's awful. Um, God. All right. Here's the thing it's, it's a bug spray that has an active ingredient that in insects it paralyzes them, it stops the nerve signals. Right. From nerve to nerve. But we have enzymes in our bodies that most of us have enough enzymes to counteract it. So it doesn't completely paralyze us the way it does insects. But it is toxic to cats, by the way. Hmm. I did a little bit of research on this since we were bringing it up.
1: Which, by the way, is an ingenious invention, by the way. That's why you can spray wasp and ants or whatever and Uh, spray some ant spray uh, and it doesn't kill you.
0: No, it builds up and it starts to cause allergic reactions. So, so these. Well, I
1: mean, in small amounts, it doesn't hurt you. What these idiots are doing, of course.
0: Oh yeah, it's awful. But even even with regular use, yes, it's dangerous for the people using it. Like yeah, you shouldn't be using it every day.
1: Yeah. So these guys or these people are Mm -hmm. they heat this up and inject it? Yes, or Or snort it. it. Yes. Wow.
0: Yeah. Um, Increased heart rate Difficulty breathing Headache Nausea Problems with coordination Because it's deadening Those nerve signals uh, Swelling Burning sensations
1: Maybe I thought that guy Was on it Killed tank girl
0: Yeah
1: Am I I just You know I'm just I'm just going to say it I don't care if it's heartless Or not More and more When I hear these articles I honestly wish Some of these people Would just die From this stuff I, I don't care I don't care if it's heartless Or not Maybe I won't feel that way tomorrow, but I'm tired of people just being so self-destructive. ridiculously stupid and self destructive. Yeah. Just end it. I wish, have the greatest high of your life with a can of raid and then just pass away. That's probably the highlight of what's going to happen to them. God, what is the matter with people?
0: Our culture.
1: I don't know Our what culture it is.
0: of abuse.
1: Well, whatever it is, it is some bullshit. If you find yourself snorting a can of Raid, for God's sakes.
0: Yeah, it's pretty sad.
1: For God's sakes. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I'm just getting tired of it. We've dealt with so many people. Or like I said, Tank Girl is another, another yeah, and, chip in and the whatever, but... I'm getting more and more tired of these drug heads and idiots that end up causing us, you know what I mean. They start infringing on our rights yeah. and hurting us and putting us in danger and all kinds and, of and things. And
0: everybody around them. And I'm just and, getting tired of and it. And there are children in so many cases. It, it's really... Stunningly sad.
1: I've always been the tough love to a point. And and if you're seeking help, that's phenomenal. I'll do anything to help you. Yeah, But at some point, too, good Lord, people, I'm just tired of these people. Tired of them. And a lot of other people are tired of them, too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm
1: not the only one here. Well,
0: there there needs to be a consensus. Like, that's the problem, because... We, I don't know. We just need to culturally, society, like we all, we need directions. Like, like there needs to be a path that we can take. But I feel like we all need to be on the same path. And right now, a lot of these paths are fighting each other, and it's allowing the system to.
1: Well, one thing that I'm seeing. Flourish. One thing that I'm seeing, and this is personally, and maybe it's just because I'm going through a old man phase. Okay. But. I see a whole lot of I don't even know how to say it. I see a whole lot of sympathy for people who frankly don't deserve sympathy, and I'm getting kind of tired of that. Let me give you a perfect example give me an example perfect example we have in our town an intersection where two major roads connect
0: mm-hmm.
1: there is literally and I'm not exaggerating every single day from eight o'clock. Till about seven o'clock at night, there are people on one or more of the four corners of this intersection with signs up: homeless, need food, anything help will me, help. anything yeah. will help. Yada yada yada, every single day. Well, I ride my bike, and that happens to be close to a bridge. And that bridge, when they built that bridge, there's a there's a little alley beside the bridge. With some trees grown up that basically leads to nowhere.
0: Uh Uh-huh.
1: I can take you right by there. It's where they all meet after they collect their money or Uh when they want to take a break. They all go to that little squirrely squirrel hole Uh beside the bridge, buy liquor at the local liquor store that's Uh right beside that. Yeah. And they all go over there and have themselves a nice little bum party. Shoot up some needles, I'll show you where it's just littered with needles and old beer cans. Mm-hmm. They've got a couple of old chairs that they sit in the shade when they're taking a break from bumming at the at the corner and it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable, and I know people mm-hmm. walk by that don't that don't they doesn't see that part of it. yeah, oh, that poor guy he's out there he's homeless. He doesn't have any food, blah blah blah. I, I'm just sick of it. Yeah. The dude that brings his dog out there every yeah. day, yeah. every day sits out their dog because, of course, you have a dog, you're going to get more money.
0: Yeah, because people feel sorry for the dog.
1: So you you take your poor dog out in 90 degree weather and make sit them on the concrete. Yeah. Make them sit out there with you, f- f- bum enough money to go to this liquor store and then go to your little hidey hole, shoot up your heroin take your it's it's disgusting and i'm fucking tired of it i don't i'm just tired of it
0: well you have to do something with that person you have to get them off the damn street and put them somewhere
1: what can you do what can you do petra you're not well you could take that person we could take them right over to the homeless shelter here Uh to our salvation army we have all places in this town we can take them and they know how to get there Mm-hmm. That they can get clothes, food, shelter, anything they want.
0: Except for.
1: And help, you know. by the way, and drug counseling. Mm-hmm. They can get all that for free in this town. Do mm-hmm. you think they want that? Or no, do,
0: absolutely not. But. Okay. But. Y- they don't have the strength of character to change what they're doing. So, like. As a society, we're going to have to be strong enough for them to gather them up and put them somewhere and sort them out, them
1: out, <laughs> lock I'm, them
0: up. What the hell ever? I mean, I'm but, with you. But,
1: I don't know the solution. I'm not, I, this is an old man rant. You uh, know, if I, they're I,
0: genuinely I, mentally ill, then, then they need some kind of mental health dealt with. If all it is is legitimately you know, addiction, then some kind of addiction counseling. Yeah, other countries are dealing better with their addicts than we are, but it seems like they kind of have.
1: Well, I'm not opposed to borrowing whatever tactics work, and there's one in a million in these of these drug heads that do pull themselves out of it, yeah. and. That's phenomenal. I think it's great. But yeah. But at some point when you got a thousand that never ever get any better, they just keep getting worse. Yeah. And maybe a hundred out of the thousand that someday get better. Well you got nine hundred people just randomly all the time.
0: Yeah, breaking, running into breaking into cars, running into
1: pedestrians, running into our tank girl. Yeah, I mean it's, it, they're, they're.
0: and and the and the really horrifying thing is is that the women of childbearing age are having a lot of of children. Ah, and you kidding? They're doing drugs the whole time. Yes, when they're pregnant, and these these poor children are. Born addicted and like I, I, I saw a kid a mentally it's been handicapped a few, forever few weeks ago. Mom and dad were fighting with each other and would just every now and then just turn around and scream at him some more. He was Ugh. probably about four, and I mean, and this kid was just like his hands were shaking. You could tell, like, like he was probably if somebody didn't take him and get him into intensive therapy, like. Now, this kid will forever be fucked up.
1: Uh, I don't and know. And yeah,
0: they were the junkies walking the park, scratching their arms.
1: Well, I don't know. I don't know what the solution is, but I know that I feel like I've been too bleeding heart about it. And I'm st- I want to start hardening my heart a little bit about this. when I okay. see When I see these people... Again, I know what's going on. I'm not going to pretend like I don't know what's going on anymore. Yeah. And they're not going to fool me anymore.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, the scam. And, and I don't think they've ever fooled you or me.
1: Not those, not that. In not, That's a specific example. But I yeah. just mean in general, these, you know, these people that we see in our town, like, ah, oh, they're just homeless. They're just, they're harmless. No, they're not. They're not homeless. They're not just harmless. They're the ones that are trying to break in cars and do all kinds of bullshit. Well,
0: I'm telling you what, the retarded lady sleeping on the park bench right now is not out trying to break into cars. She's just gotten, she's aged out of the the the, the age that guys want to take care of her for sex, and now they've just left her on the park bench.
1: Well, and I know, really I know there's situations like that too, but I don't know. There's a, there's a druggie lady that's been going around town. She's, she, she's around our, our town, downtown all the time lately. Mm-hmm. And she's so drugged out. And the, she's the just, that- just looking for trouble. Then she's just, you just know she's mm-hmm. in, she's in all kinds of damn trouble. And yeah. I'm, I'm. I'll feel sorry for your girl. You just mentioned her okay, situation, well, but I'm not well, feeling sorry. Well, this is not like the same girl. <laughs> if, if some of these, if some of these men and women are not mentally handicapped and just being assholes, I'm just going to start thinking more like they're assholes. They're criminals. They're yeah. criminal assholes that need to be dealt with.
0: Yeah, yeah. If they are committing crimes, exactly, we need to. Anyhow,
1: don't mean to get on too big of a rant on that, what but it's just it the way is really it is.
0: Awkward, and it's been
1: bad. It has. i got one more. Okay. Let's talk about something positive. Yes. How about a fan that went to a Colorado Rockies game? And apparently before the game, you can uh, do a little challenge, a speed pitch challenge. Uh They let you go in the bullpen, and they put a radar gun and let you throw, and basically have a contest who can, you know. Who ball balls fastest? Throw? Yeah. yeah, this fan comes out in this contest, starts whipping them out at ninety six miles an hour. This is from a,
0: cold. It just this walking is a out fan the
1: out of the stands comes out and starts doing this. And for anybody's wow. not a baseball fan, that's freaking unbelievable. Yeah, I mean that's upper echelon. Very few. I mean that's major league pitcher yeah. level to do that. So, and his uh brother put a uh Twitter post out actually. Uh-huh. Guys, we were just chilling at the Rockies baseball game and my brother decided to step into a speed sp- into, into a speed pitch challenge. He hit 96 miles per hour. Let's get him signed and a funny emoji. Uh-huh. And a little video of it. Well, by hell, he did get signed. <laughs> they have picked him up. Um the A's, the Oakland A's, their AAA team. He has signed a baseball deal. All right. So yeah, he's going to actually get a chance to pitch in the major leagues. That is just from coming out on the field. That is like some Bull Durham shit right there.
0: So how long did it, I mean? What did he play? Before? Well,
1: the, well, it says the backstory. Says he played uh, played some high school baseball, but never pursued it in college. Uh-huh. Uh, said he, he started talking. He, he started taking baseball seriously again last August. He originally caught the A's attention of blah 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 when he threw that 9 an hour. Anyway, basically now he's serious about it. All right. But he just played some, in, basically he just played some in high school. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, good for
1: him. He told uh, MajorLeagueBaseball.com, dot com. He quote, uh, he hadn't quote. I'm Fucking this all up Patterson is a dude's name Okay He told MajorLeagueBaseball.com He hadn't thrown Quote For a few years In quotes Before last August And noted And noted Of his high school Playing days Quote I didn't really have Much of an arm then <laughs> In quotes <laughs> So uh, There you go So the dude
0: That's kind of fantastic Apparently
1: played a little bit In high school Never played college And now he's going to Get his chance at the majors
0: And I got my chairman in my chair
1: Yes you do Hi Chairman Meow Good to have you up there (laughs) With all our complaining She's a good buddy Well tell your good buddy where people can find us at
0: They can find us at hillbillynerdtalk.com And from there you're doing some stuff on Reddit now
1: Yeah we got a Reddit uh, the hell whatever you call a Reddit thing Thread We have a thread, a thread? Is that I what we call it Thread. I have no idea We sound so damn we, old right now We're
0: trying on Reddit
1: <laughs> We got something on Reddit We got something on Reddit
0: <laughs> I'm getting fed up with Pinterest
1: Fed up with Pinterest Yeah You liking Reddit better
0: I'm liking Reddit a lot better
1: Well I got you on that Yeah Anyway so we're on there I'm on Twitter some Yes Facebook I pretty much abandoned I just haven't taken it off the website yet <laughs> uh, and you don't do Pinterest much but Not as much
0: as I do, used to uh, it, I don't know It's just getting weird And you can't report people anymore And I've noticed That people are getting really nasty On there On Pinterest? Yes I
1: thought that was a nicey, nicey it, Little well, housewife it, thing It
0: was Until Like I don't know Recently And now it's Been back to Like a
1: cesspool And You know, we'll see how it all plays out. And I'm fine with it right now. But it Uh, is kind of interesting how these different social media sites seem to collectively have different personalities.
0: Yes. Have you noticed that? Yes, it does.
1: What do you think about Reddit's personality?
0: It seems to be young and all over the place.
1: (laughs) Young and all over the place. All right. I get that it's... I don't know if it's young or not. The thing I get from it the most are people seem to be awfully damn uptight and need to loosen the hell up. Oh, really? I mean, just in general, try to post on one of these boards sometime. Of
0: oh yeah, you can be, the you can emoji have a, police and the, yeah,
1: uh, the whole anything you can you have find to abide a, by the rules. Yes. Oh yeah. my God! When you, when you get on a, a Reddit thread. You better read the rules there that are about a page long. Like they yeah. think they think somebody's going to read their dissertation on what you're allowed to post on their page. Yeah. And so nobody reads that shit, first of all. No. Especially if it's more than a very few sentences. Yeah. And then you'll get on a page of, of subreddit about cats. And then you'll post a picture of your cat. And then pretty soon you'll get an email or a message back. We don't post pictures of gray cats on our page. (laughs) We only post black cats. Uh, How dare you? I'm banning you. Don't do that anymore. Like, get the fuck over yourself.
0: Yeah. Like, it's literally that bad. um, I think I responded to something with an emoji and got the emoji police and and, and blocked from a thread. and, (laughs) And I was like... Okay then but then there are other threads that I participate in that have things to do with like abuse survival and things like that and they are but it's kind of a good thing because they don't let people get on there and be abusive to people who are right talking
1: so I mean just I don't know if you're a moderator like like our whatever I'm calling it, let's just call it a subreddit. As long, I think I put on our like rules. Uh Basically, don't be a jerk. That's the only rule. (laughs) If you're on there and you're an asshole, then yeah, I'll ban you or whatever you do, I suppose. Uh But you'd have to be. Some of these rules are just ridiculous. Try to get on the old subreddit of uh, investment real estate, and post on there something about being debt-free and paying off your mortgages. And watch them attack like piranha. <laughs> like like they just can't comprehend that, you know, oh, you're doing it wrong. You're supposed to leverage your money. You're supposed to do this BRRRRRR till you die. Have you seen yeah. that? Buy, rehab, refinance, repeat. That's their mantra. Do that till you die. Like never pay off your mortgage ever. Just never. do all that
0: own anything and relax
1: which that's a strategy i'm not saying that's not a strategy yeah and people do that all the time and are extremely yeah. wealthy and successful doing that but there is another extremely conservative way yeah of paying off your mortgage they just act like you are from the moon and you've just thrown out the worst idea you'll get ah, it's unbelievable so anyway i'm just saying these reddit people are a little uh sensitive yeah people yeah Lighten up. Yeah. Lighten the fuck up, yeah. Francis.
0: Yeah. And, and I am uh, kind of afraid of, of expressing my point of view in, in some of them. Like, I just kind of lurk and read. I don't really comment.
1: <laughs> but it, but even at that, you, like, it really, I mean, I'm making fun of it in a funny way. But, I mean, I don't give a shit. I'll get on there and still post a question if somebody's uh-huh. like, you're not allowed to do that. Like, oh, whatever. Uh-huh. and didn't actually ruin my day, asshole. I don't give a shit. But <laughs> but, but still, uh-huh. it's just weird. What's the matter with these people? Uh, well,
0: all right. That's They're little kinda- Napoleons. Well, all right. Now the comments in Pinterest all seem to be written by... European teenagers who just want <laughs> to fuck with Americans.
1: Oh, good Lord. And it's
0: hilarious in some ways, but th-
1: I like... It gets old, right? It
0: does. It's like, shut up, asshole. I know you're 12. Yeah.
1: Right. <laughs> no. You know, and
0: and some of them do it. Some of them actually out themselves. Their English is too good. It's funny. hmm
1: well, oh, well, maybe we'll try another social media of some other type someday. Twitter seems okay. It seemed pretty laid back on that. I mean, yeah, eh, I don't know.
0: Anything goes, but you can be fired for something that you tweeted five years ago.
1: Oh, yeah, you better watch what you put on there as far as that goes. Yeah. I mean, you're putting it out in the universe no matter what you put yeah, it on. Yeah,
0: absolutely.
1: But I'm just saying you can tweet something. You might get somebody commenting or whatever, but. I don't know. People just don't seem quite as. They're more like. "Eh, I don't. eh, That guy's an asshole. Just scroll past you. Like they're not (laughs) going to waste a whole lot of time. I don't think. (laughs) Whatever.
0: All right. All right, everybody. Um, That's it for this week. And we'll talk to you next time.